turn my phone down so that your wandering eyes don't try to scheme over and see what I've got on my list here. Right. Because you're scandalous. I am. I am. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, Chris and Matt's Wrestling Pod. Uh, someone's been out of town and it has to catch up at work, so we're not going to talk about current product this week. I'm sorry. Uh, we, you know, we can't talk about the attempt on Roman Reigns' life last night. We can't talk about Brack Lesnar trying to murder Seth Rollins. None of it. Can't talk about any of it. I mean, if you want me to sit here and just <laughs> scream about it because I watched the clips, you know, we can do that, but... I don't think it's going to be nearly as fun because that's about all I saw was like four minute clips of, of the shows. Right. And like the first hour of Raw this right. week. Right. So I'm sorry. I was on vacation with the wife. Yeah, no, I get it. I and get it. Down in the Big Easy, I saw the uh, the Superdome. It was uh, a check mark. It's another WrestleMania stadium that I can say I've at least seen. Seen, yeah. yeah. So nice. Yeah, fun stuff. So instead, this week, we're going to have fun. Uh, if you remember. Uh, back uh, WrestleMania time, we had a special episode where we did a draft of uh, WrestleMania matches uh, to make our quote-unquote dream WrestleMania cards. Now, this isn't like a fantasy booking situation. We're taking matches that have actually taken place at SummerSlam. Uh, So, yeah, and uh, we got some rules. We got some parameters, so it's not just willy-nilly you know, and since you're the commissioner of this whole thing, why don't you take the people through what the rules are, what we're working with here? Okay. Uh, well, first rule is that you can only have uh, one match per superstar. So, which brings me to a question I wanted to raise on air, so it's on record. Can I guess what the question is? What is it? What if that superstar was a special guest referee in a match? Yeah, you exactly. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say no, like that doesn't count. We you have can, to. Okay. You have to be an actual competitor okay. Okay. in the match. Cool. All right. Yeah. Which now gives me an insight into what match you were probably thinking for your world title match, but whatever. maybe, maybe not. Uh, so that was so that was my first question. All right. So I, other than that, uh, you can only have one world title, and that includes you know the WWE, the World Heavyweight, the Universal, uh, and the WCW World Title. Which was defended at the SummerSlam. Yes, yes. Uh, One mid-card title set encompasses European, Intercontinental, United States, Hardcore. Um, One tag team title match. One women's title match. If you don't want, like, you don't have to have one of each of those, but you can only have a maximum of one of those. Um, We're going to limit to three gimmick matches. Uh, I think we tried for WrestleMania to limit to one. And I think one of us had like two technically, and going over like I like I basically uh, the the theory is uh, you can't have multiple ladder matches, multiple well, hell in the cell. My matches. idea, well, at for the WrestleMania ones is like just one overall. Like if you have a ladder match, but there was that era where it was like, oh, this is a no disqualification. Like I told I told you before we started recording, I went full nerd on this. Like I made a spreadsheet of like a, like a matrix of like okay, here's a. World ma- world title matches that were ladder matches. Yeah. And, you know, that whole... And going thumbing. There are so many gimmick matches at SummerSlam. It's ridiculous. Um, so we're going to limit three gimmick matches and they all have to be different. Yeah. So you can't have three ladder matches. Uh, and then I think the only other rule we had at uh, WrestleMania, which doesn't really apply because there aren't that many, 
uh, is no rematches. And I think the only one that really applies is Heart Foundation and Demolition, because they wrestled at a couple mm-hmm. Summer Slams. Yep. So, like, if you take the one from 88, I can't take the one from 90. So. Sure. But I don't think either one of us are going to take that, because that takes Bret Hart out of the equation. And and I want to open with this, and going through this, and, and putting my little draft board spreadsheet. Uh, if Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania, Bret Hart is Mr. SummerSlam. Yeah. That's... Uh, it's it was incredible because I have my list of matches and I'm like, well, I've got this as a backup if I want it, and I've got this here. Like, there's there's five matches of his at SummerSlam that you could argue are worthy of um, using his his spot. Yeah, for sure, for so. sure. And, and it's interesting, and we can maybe get into this, but uh, if Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania, doesn't have a ton of great SummerSlam matches. No, he's got a couple, but yeah. Uh, and there's there's two other names that are really surprising to me when I was trying to find a match with them. <laughs> I was like, there's nothing in here that I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta I gotta use him. Yeah, yeah. So and Are they would is be, that a is that a tease? It's a tease. Okay. So so we'll get to it. All right. Um, uh, we're going to do a coin toss. Yes. For the number one pick, and then how how do how are the picks going to work? Well, I think we did snake last time, so Correct. I think that works. For those of you that aren't degenerate gamblers and play <laughs> fantasy, fantasy sports, uh, the way this is going to work is we're going to flip a coin. Uh, whoever goes, whomever goes first, they get the first pick, but then the other person gets the next two picks, and then the person after that gets two, 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 two. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way, the person who ends up with the number one pick, yeah, they get any match anywhere they want, but the person in uh, the second person has a chance to at least rebound and, and get a couple really big matches. So, Chris, uh, you're the host here. Okay, welcome into your home. So I'm gonna let you call it in the air. All right. Let it bounce on the table here. Tails. It's heads. It is heads, which means I get the number one pick. And I was hoping to get this because this is going to knock off uh, one of the few Shawn Michaels matches I think are worthy mm-hmm. of being on this list. I'm taking Shawn Michaels versus Triple H. Damn it. The unsanctioned match at SummerSlam 2002. The return of Shawn Michaels to a wrestling ring. Arguably one of the five best matches of his career. Uh, just unbelievable that he was gone for that long and came back. And his first match is that stellar. Um, yeah, no, I I, that, I love that match. Uh, that was I was really hoping that uh, you wouldn't take that one, but you did. So uh, yeah, no, it's it's great match. Uh, I I got a feeling that that's the first of many matches that'll come off of SummerSlam 2002 because that's. Yeah, it, I think the general consensus is either that or ninety one are are the two uh, in the running for for the best SummerSlam ever. I, I would say ninety seven and two thousand two. I think two thousand two top to bottom is one of the three best overall shows the company ever did. Mm-hmm. There's not a bad match on the card. There's classics on there, but all the underneath matches mm-hmm. are really really good matches too. Okay. So okay. Um, and then ninety seven, we'll we'll get into I'm sure throughout this, but I think ninety seven is ninety seven is a good one. Too. Is a fantastic yeah. card too. Mm-hmm. There's only a couple weak spots on it. So, um, alrighty, well, you took what was going to be my second pick, uh, but my first pick still on the table. I just actually rewatched this match uh, the other day while I was putting uh, my my draft board together. They were running on the network. They were running a couple of those marquee matches. Uh, and this is one of the ones, uh, 
and it's a fairly recent one. It's uh, John Cena versus AJ Styles from 2016. That was the other match that I was thinking of taking first because um, it, it's, it's not a title match. It's an incredible match. Uh, it's so good. Um, yeah, I watched it back and I was like, yeah, that's... It's probably still... I... It's probably still AJ's best match since he's been in the company. Yep. Uh, that just tells you how good it was because he's had some some good ones throughout his career in WWE, but that one is just stellar. And I think it's it's kind of the peak of of people coming around to see like, oh, John Cena can yeah. wrestle. Like mm-hmm. there was there was that that long mm-hmm. time where you know everyone hated Cena because he just did the mm-hmm. five moves of doom and all that. Uh, he went on that run where he tried to prove he could go, and then he got in the ring with one of the best in-ring technicians ever. Right. And he he held his own. He killed it. Yes. So, that, yep, I, that's a great pick for uh, for a first match. Yeah. Um, so, that leaves me with... Man, this is tough now. Uh, I had it all set. I thought for sure you were going to go with Brett right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So, um, well... You mentioned 97, uh, so I am going to take uh, The Undertaker versus Bret Hart for the WWE title with Shawn Michaels as special guest referee. Um, this is uh, the the peak, uh, my favorite Bret Hart. Yep. Uh, the, the anti-America Bret Hart. Um, this is the uh, la- launching point. So to, the origin, I would say, of DX, because this is Sean, tur- you know, when Sean turned back heel. The next night. pretty The next night, and then not long after that, him and Hunter started teaming, and that's when DX, start, you know, the germ of the idea started. Um, just the finish of the match where, where Brett spits on him, on Sean, and he goes to crack... Uh, Brett with the chair, knowing full well that if he cost Brett the match, that Sean wouldn't be able to wrestle. Because that was the stipulation. If Brett lost, he wouldn't be able to wrestle in America for 10 years or something like that. And if and if Sean showed any favoritism toward Undertaker, he wouldn't be able to. Yep. Um, so he goes to hit Brett, ends up hitting Taker, because Brett ducks, and he has to count the three, otherwise he can't wrestle. And it's just, yeah, from then, it leads to that, that awesome... Uh, you know, a couple months later, we get the awesome Hell in the Cell, first ever Hell in the Cell with, with Michaels and, and Taker. It's just... And this is the prime example of taking several storylines and bringing them together in one big moment. Brett and Vince had their big fight on Raw, which led to the whole, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to screw, or was part of the, you're going to screw me by having Michaels mm-hmm. there. Taker was was doing his stuff with uh, Paul Bearer at this time. Mm-hmm. The rumors of Kane were yep. going around. Mm-hmm. There was all this stuff that all kind of came together in a main event match where you didn't know who was going to win. It could have been just as, made just as much sense if Kane came out, cost The Undertaker yep. the title there. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone saw Shawn Michaels turning heel at this point. Yeah. It's just a lot came together at the right time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, it's it's a, it's a one of my favorite matches of Bret Hart's career. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am glad you took it mm-hmm. because now I have free reign on any of the other Bret Hart matches right. that I want. Yes. Uh, which means I don't have to take... 
uh, a Bret Hart match right now exactly. to get my choice. Exactly. And that means I'm going to jump in and take my second gimmick match of the night. Okay. And I'm going to take Edge versus The Undertaker in Hell in the Cell nice. from SummerSlam 2008. Okay. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good one. Very good. That that feud in, in 2008 was uh, um, was really good. And the way it ended with Taker choke slam after the match, choke mm-hmm. slamming Edge to hell mm-hmm. off the ladder. Yeah. Just you know, and, and I remember at the time not thinking that that was going to be uh, um, a great, great match because I felt at the time the Hell in the Cell had been kind of beaten into the ground. Mm-hmm. They went out and did something completely different. Yeah. Great match, and then they came. You know, the callback later when it's Batista and, and mm-hmm. uh, Undertaker a year later. Yeah, I think it was later that year. At Survivor it was Series? Armageddon. Was it? I thought it was Survivor Series. No, you're right. It was Survivor and Series. And Edge comes out from underneath the ring mm-hmm. as the cameraman yeah. and stuff. Because they had the triple threat at Armageddon. Yeah. That's right. That's right. All good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that uh, that takes care of one of my... I now have two gimmick matches, you which do. means I need to go find something that's a little more um, traditional. Yes. Uh, world title match, maybe, or an Intercontinental title match. Um so with that in mind, I am going to take Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog SummerSlam 1992 okay. inter- Intercontinental Championship right. match from Wembley Stadium. Interesting. Not not the Bret match I thought you were going to go for. Bret Owen? Yeah. Yeah, uh, because there's so many other uh, great world title matches and it's a gimmick match, mm-hmm. I figured I wanted to, uh, to save a- another gimmick match for down the road. Yeah. In case I need it. Yeah. So, uh, no, that's, that's, I mean, this is, this is Bret Hart's masterpiece. He's mm-hmm. called it his, the match that he's most proud of because Bulldog at this time was not in a, mm-hmm. a great state of mind and he, they had an all time classic. This is the match that got Bret Hart in the world title picture. Mm-hmm. It just, if you haven't seen it, you owe it to yourself as a wrestling fan to watch this match. Right. No, definitely. Definitely. Okay, uh, well then, I'm going to go with, uh, so that takes your Intercontinental, or your mid-card off the board, so I can wait on that. Uh, let's see here, what we got, tag team, we're gonna go with... This is what it's like to draft fantasy football it is. with Chris. It dude. is. I, I'm he, very... he takes the full 90 seconds. I do, I do. Um... I am going to go with another, um, no, you know what, I'm going to go, oh god, this is tough, I'm going to go with another recent one, I'm going to do the tag team match, a match I really enjoyed, Um, I'm going to go with uh, the Rollins and Ambrose versus The Bar from 2017. Wow, not the tag match I thought you were going to pick. Um, I thought this was a really good match. Uh, this is the match where I believe where Cesaro busted out his teeth on the ring post. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also the match where he tore up the beach ball. Um, this is what, you know, they're, the, you first get the sense that the shield's going to come back together for the first, you know, for the first time, uh, before they did it eight more times after that. Uh, so yeah, I really, uh, I really liked that match a lot. So that's what I'm going to pick, and it's a it's a, just a straight up wrestling match. So I still have a couple 
of my gimmick matches available. Uh, speaking of, I think I'm going to go ahead and use one of those. I'm going to go with uh, Triple H versus The Rock. Mm-hmm. Ladder match for the Intercontinental title from 1998. Oh. Um, again, this was... the. They were the two young guys. You yep. know, he had Austin already on, firing on all cylinders. And, you, you know, him and The Undertaker were kind of the, the, the top, tippy-top guys. Yep. Uh, and these were the two young guys. I mean, that whole that whole spring and summer of, of 98 with The Nation and DX going at it. Uh, I mean, the fam- one of my all-time favorite skits on Raw ever, uh, <laughs> DX impersonating yep. The Nation. Uh, and then, it, yeah, it, it cum, you know, it kind of culminates with this this match, and it, I think it. I mean, obviously, The Rock a couple months later would win the, the WWE title, so he, you know, he was a little farther along. But both of them, you know, by the next year, uh, I think a year a year late, yeah, a year later, the night after SummerSlam is when Triple H win, hit, wins his first title. Yep. So, well, and and I wonder where Triple H would have been in that uh, Survivor Series. Uh, deadly game but if you remember he had a knee injury at the time so um that kind of took him out of the equation uh no this was this was going to be one of my backups if if you would have taken uh if you would have had the opportunity to take sean and and triple h before me Mm -hmm. this was going to be my triple h match right so uh no this is and and to get it in the the fourth round technically Mm -hmm. it's a Mm -hmm. great spot yeah but I'm glad you took that because I thought you were going to take the last gimmick. I guess it's a gimmick match. It was a no disqualification. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I got to get my boy, my my guy, CM Punk, mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar. Okay. SummerSlam. Okay. Uh, what was it? SummerSlam 13? Yes. Yes. Uh, just, to me, it's it's Lesnar's best performance mm-hmm. um, since he's he's come back. It was further proof that CM Punk is just on a level that no one else was at at the time. Mm-hmm. He told a great story uh, without Brock being there every mm-hmm. week, and I gotta have Punk on the card. Mm-hmm. The only other option is a, a TLC match that I don't want to waste my world title match on. Uh, him and him and because uh, this is where I thought you were going with the the special when we were talking about the special ref ref thing. Him and Cena, it's not from SummerSlam. To, uh, 2011. It's not as good as their Money in the Bank match, but it's still a really good match. When I think of the the Punk Cena matches, and mm-hmm. I put that kind of near the bottom. The one on Raw where he breaks out the pile driver, mm-hmm. always thought was better. The Night of Champions match, okay. uh, into uh, I think it was in Detroit, wasn't it? No, no, it was Chicago. Chicago, yep. Um, I just thought that was a better match. It, it, there's just uh, the Money in the Bank is the top, and right. I remember being let down by this one. Okay. Uh, the one you're talking about with Cena um, following the mm-hmm. money in the bank. So uh, I get that out of the way. And I guess that means I should probably pick a a world title match now. And, and another five-star match is on the table. Daniel Bryan versus John Cena mm-hmm. from that same SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, if somehow you would have gotten AJ and Cena away from me, that would be, would have been my backup Cena yeah. match. Because that's, I mean... Yeah, that's that's so good. Uh, that was the other one. Uh, that was the one that played before the the AJ Cena one on the network that day. Was that one? That's what got me. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, that's a fantastic. Match. Well, and it's crazy because Cena's working with that growth on his elbow, right? Um, and again, this was at a time where no one believed John Cena could really go, and he went out and had a hell of a match with Daniel Bryan. Made Bryan look like a million bucks. 
Brian stepped up and held his own with with Cena on that first time, kind of on that. That's the le- same year, right? That's thirteen. Yeah, right? yeah. Yep. Okay, both matches. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. This was Brian. Brian was kind of on that slow rise, and he had that match with Orton on Raw where he got the concussion, and everyone was kind of wondering, like, is he is he ready to be the mm-hmm. the a top guy? And this match, so proved we, it. okay, just. Are we not counting special ref matches as, as gimmick matches then? Yeah, that's not okay. a gimmick match. Okay, cool. Well, then I got even more gimmick matches to work with. Great. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, it was it was good. And then, again, you know, you, you the, the direct aftermath of that match with Randy coming out and Triple H pedigreeing Brian and that starting that whole... Uh, You're a B-plus player. Yeah, like, the... Obviously, Punk leaving had a lot to do with it as well, but even you can go even go, go back further. If this scenario doesn't happen, you don't get the, the yes movement, the yes movement in mm-hmm. WrestleMania 30. So, no, that was that was a, that's a huge one. So, um, so let's see here. I'm going to go with then. So I got my ladder match. <laughs> I'm going to go with then uh, I'm going to go with the I believe this was the opening match from 2002 Rey Mysterio versus Kurt Angle mm-hmm. I believe this is also Rey's first match in the WWE I think it was his first pay-per-view, pay-per-view match. match. I think his first match was against Chavo Guerrero on a SmackDown. Okay. But, I mean, shh. You, it was just two of, two of the best ever just doing their thing. Mm-hmm. No titles, no, just, just doing their thing. And it was, it was fantastic. Fantastic. And again, that 2002 card is... Just stacked with really good matches, top to bottom. Um, uh, and neither one of us can pick it now. Uh, actually, nope. Neither one of us can pick it now. Um, I mean, you got Brock versus Brock versus Rock for mm-hmm. the world title, and I wasn't convinced that Brock was. I didn't think Brock was going to win the title there. He was so new to the company. Mm-hmm. It just uh, and that was like when you know the crowd was uh, um, was uh, turning on. Turn on rock there the, mm-hmm. for the for, really for the first time. Yep. Uh, and then when you know, so when he does come back the following January is when he you know Hollywood rock, as people like to uh, like to put it. Um, so yeah, it was um, good good pay per view there. Um, sorry, I'm just kind of, and then I'm gonna go to. WrestleMania or WrestleMania SummerSlam. Oh, I just made a terrible mistake. Damn it! <laughs> I made a terrible error. Uh, oh well, nothing I can do about it now. Uh, I guess I'm gonna do um, Jericho versus Benoit from 2000 in a two out of three falls match. See, I don't remember that match at all. I, I saw that when I was kind of scanning through early. Mm-hmm. Nothing about that match stands out to me. Doesn't me either, but it sounds good. So. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, like, I'm late. Like, most of these SummerSlams, I've seen 
once all the way through, if that, you know, if sure. that. So I'm really some of these, especially these later ones. I'm gonna I'm going on pure like reputation alone. <laughs> really? So, yeah. Huh. So so what you're saying is you didn't do your research. I can't, dude. I don't. I can barely watch as much wrestling as I do, let alone anymore. So it's it is unbelievable. It is what it is. Well, I'm going to snag up two tag matches here. Okay. Uh, first, I'm going to do the Usos versus the New Day for the World Tag Team titles. i uh, got to have a, a World Tag Team title match on the card. I know mm-hmm. you said we don't have to, but if I'm building a card, I'm going to have a tag team title match. I think, obviously, here, the, t- the original TLC match is kind of... And neither one of us are going to end up with that. And that's because I think... I mean, you think of... That's a good one. But then you think, uh, you know, Triple H versus The Rock, uh, the the Sean Razor rematch from 95, uh, and then the one I just realized I completely screwed up on, uh, Eddie versus Ray um, from 05. Yeah. I thought about that when when I was looking at my gimmick matches. Mm-hmm. That match isn't better than Triple H and Sean. It's not better than Punk and Lesnar, even though it's a really good match. And it's not better than Taker and right. Edge. Right. So it, it was, yeah, that's a fantastic. That might be my favorite Rey Mysterio match. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just doesn't fit there. But this Uso vs. New Days, you remember this was on the pre-show. It was on the pre-show. And, and it was they the, were not happy about it And it was it the best match on the entire card. And it was kind of the, the catalyst that led to the Hell in a Cell match mm-hmm. that we were able to see live here in uh, in the Detroit area. So yes. um, when I realized pretty early that I wasn't going to be able mm-hmm. to do TLC because it takes Edge out of the equation, um, I just I, I needed to have this as my backup. Mm-hmm. Uh which leads to my next tag match, which technically isn't a great match, but I don't know how you build a SummerSlam card and not have Hulk Hogan or the Ultimate Warrior on it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I need to go SummerSlam 91, mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. The match made in hell. Yep, versus Sergeant Slaughter, Colonel Mustafa, and General Adnan with uh, Psycho Sid as the special guest referee. Again, not a great match, but... It's the only time I really remember Warrior and Hogan. Um, you know what? No, that's not true. They teamed as the ultimate survivors or whatever. Um, was it 1990 where they did the match where the survivors of every yeah. match. Mm-hmm. It was like Hogan, Warrior, and Tito Santana versus like eight guys. And yeah. of course the baby faces won. Yeah. But this was Hogan and Warrior as a tag team. Mm-hmm. Taking on the evil Sergeant Slaughter and those dirty Iraqis. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Sergeant Slaughter going to screw Hogan? This is also the night the Warrior held up Vince yeah. McMahon for a million dollars before the, the show. And promptly got fired right after. <laughs> Thrown out on his racist ass. Well... Racist painted face ass because they're both racist, but yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. I digress. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Uh, well, we're at match seven. For you. For me. Uh, Shawn Michaels is my all time favorite wrestler, and I don't have a Shawn Michaels match yet. Uh, I'm going to take the. How did they build it? The legend versus icon or whatever? Yep. Yeah. I can. No, it was icon versus icon. Well, okay. it's something I, like that. Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan, 2005. Uh, only because the oversell of everything Hogan gave Shawn Michaels was gold. It was gold. The The build-up to the match was gold when uh, 
he Sean did the the the, the Larry King skit. Yep. Where he dressed up as Hulk Hogan and just everything about it. Uh, loved it. Uh, so Hulk Hogan versus Shawn Michaels. That's number seven for me. <sighs> That's such a brutal. Just I don't know. <laughs> it's pure entertainment for me. I, I, but it's entertainment, but for a reason that has nothing to do with actual wrestling. That's fine. <laughs> um, I don't care how I get my entertainment. I just want to be entertained. You just want to be properly sports entertained. Exactly. I guess. Exactly. Um, and then... Let's see here. I'm going to go for a women's match. I'm going to go... Okay, this one is, isn't is a great match, but it's it's significant, especially for the past... Uh, what's going on in the past year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go with a triple threat from last year, Charlotte, Damn it. Becky, and Carmella. Uh, because it, it gave us the man. I mean, the, the fallout from this match gave us the, the, the Becky Lynch we all know and love today. Um, so, I mean, they tried turning her heel, and the fans just weren't having weren't it. Weren't having it, and she became the, the badass that, that everyone was, you know, all over for for from then on. So, for that reason alone, if you're going to take a women's match, I think that's... Uh, there's a couple other ones I thought about taking, no, but, but, but they're not good. This is, so, this is, there aren't great women's title matches at SummerSlam. Mm-mm. Uh, there just haven't been. Now, if we were including takeovers from those weekends. Right, 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 right. Sasha Banks and, and, and Bailey mm-hmm. is an all-timer, but, uh, those aren't included. And so I now that this is off the board, I can tell you I'm not gonna have a women's match okay. on, on the card because there's nothing else that's worth putting on there in my opinion. Yeah. But uh, still got three matches I gotta I gotta round out. Mm-hmm. Luckily, um, there's a couple on that are still available that uh, undercard matches, no gimmicks, big names though, and mm-hmm. and one of those is gonna be um, from 2002. Ric Flair versus Chris Jericho. Okay, okay. Uh, two of the all-time greats. If you've read Jericho's book, this is around the time where Flair is really having a hard time with himself, doesn't think he can still go, and didn't want to beat Jericho with the figure four, and mm-hmm. Jericho was like, God damn it, you're Ric Flair. Right. Like, go out there and act like the the, the nature boy, the man, the, you know, the the performer we all know you are. And this is another really good underneath match. I, I mean, it, it's not it's not something that goes down the annals of history. It's not the biggest match of all time. Mm-hmm. It's a really solid, like, if you're trying to just fill your card with great wrestling, mm-hmm. spectacular match. Yeah. And that's, to my next one, is going to be uh, from SummerSlam 2004, Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a good one, yes. This is the rematch from their uh, classic at WrestleMania 20. This, it, I, Admittedly, this isn't as good as WrestleMania 20, but it's not for a title. It's just two great workers going out there and having a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, to finish me out, um, 
Again, you want to talk about WrestleMania rematches at SummerSlam? I think you've got to go with, uh, for me, uh, Undertaker Randy Orton from 2005. Uh, again, not as good as the WrestleMania match, but still a pretty good match. Uh, it was, you know, after Randy had won the title the year before, he had kind of sort of fallen off. Um, you know, he got the WrestleMania match with Taker. Ended up losing. This is his first, like, real big win since winning the title the year before. Um, yeah, Batista had kind of taken all his momentum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the running joke was, like, you know... Or it wasn't really a joke, but it was, like... If you th- looked at it, like, early 2004, you know, going forward, the two young faces was going to be Cena and Orton. And mm-hmm. then, by the next year... It, like you said, Orton had been replaced by Batista. Yeah, yeah. Batista. Oh, I don't think anyone saw uh, Batista coming at that point, and then out of nowhere, he. Oh, just... you know what? I can't take that match. I already have an Undertaker match. I just realized. Oh, you did. I did. Um. So then I'm going to go back to the 2002 well uh, and do Eddie Guerrero versus Edge. Oh, wow. You don't have Edge uh, on your card so far. Yeah, which is, again, surprising because I am a massive Edge head, but it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, again, going to that um, that 2002 well. And uh, so then... That's going to be a tough one now. Because I've got... I'm trying, everyone. I'm trying. I'm trying. I guess I'm just... Okay, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, it's not on my board, but I, it's my last match. For sentimental reasons, I'm going to go with... Um, Razor Ramon versus The Million Dollar Man from WrestleMania 93. You mean SummerSlam 93. Or SummerSlam. I keep saying WrestleMania. What the hell is my problem? You're drunk. I, <laughs> I wish. Uh, I was at SummerSlam 93 with my dad. Um, Proud of that? Not really. <laughs> I, I am, but I'm not. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I'm going to go go Razor and, and, and Ted DiBiase from 93. Okay. that was about the only... I mean... Sean and Perfect was okay, but yeah. No, was... there, there's not much on that card that's worth anything. Yeah. Um, it's it's actually one of the worst. Oh, definitely. Paper like big time pay per views of all time. So that leaves me with one more match, yep. and uh, I, I'm gonna go back on my word. I said I wasn't gonna do a women's match. Now, um, I just I I feel like if you're if you're building the perfect card. You have to have a women's title match. And if you remember, Charlotte and Sasha had mm-hmm. a world title match a couple years ago. I don't remember it being a, a spectacular match. But the other option is Alundra Blaze versus Bull Nakano. And I do remember that match. And I don't remember it being any good. Um, and, and just random, you know, Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss. Which, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, Naomi and Natty had a match. Mm-hmm. And... and I just don't remember any of them really standing mm-hmm. out. But I, I'm going to put Charlotte and Sasha. That okay. was in the middle of their huge feud. Uh, you remember this was the time where they, they eventually main-evented a pay-per-view, a Hell in the Cell match. Uh, 
So I just remember the matches around this time being pretty good. This has got to fit in there. 60. Okay. Yeah, no, totally. Um, the other one I, I would have su suggested if you didn't want to do, because like you said, as far as title matches, uh, but again, for historical significance, you could have done the, the triple threat tag match of the, um, it was the, the PCB and Bad yeah, versus the Bellas. Bad. Because Bad. that was when they, you know... Yeah, that was when the revolution started. Uh, that whole thing was... I just remember hating that because I'm like, Sasha Banks doesn't need to be in a group. Well, Sasha Banks doesn't need anyone else around her. She's a, she's amazing and like they always do, they ruined her character. Mm -hmm. But we'll get down to that someday on the regular pod. Yeah, whenever she reappears or wherever she reappears. Yeah, wherever she ends up. Yes. So, uh, why don't you take us through our cards then? All right, so Matt's card is... Uh, Triple H versus Shawn Michaels from 2002, the unsanctioned match. Um, Edge versus The Undertaker in a Hell in a Cell match from 2008. Uh, Bret Hart uh, defending the Intercontinental title against British Bull Bulldog in Wembley Stadium from 1992. Uh, CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar in a No DQ match from 2013. Also from 2013. John Cena versus Daniel Bryan with Triple H's special guest referee for the WWE title. Uh, the Usos versus The New Day uh, from 2017 for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Uh, the match made in hell from 1991, uh, which was the uh, the under or, uh, Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter and whatever Sheik's name was at the time. Colonel Mustafa. Colonel Mustafa and General Adnan. Yeah. Um, Ric Flair versus Chris Jericho from 2002, Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle from 2004, and Charlotte Flair versus Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's title in 2016. Um, and I have uh, AJ Styles versus John Cena in 2016, uh, Undertaker versus Bret Hart for the WWE title uh, with Shawn Michaels as special guest referee from 1997. Uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus The Bar for the Raw Tag Team titles in 2017. Uh, Triple H versus The Rock in a ladder match for the Intercontinental title in 1998. Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Kurt Angle in 2002. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Chris Benoit in a 2 out of 3 falls match in 2000. Uh, Hulk Hogan versus Shawn Michaels in 2005. Uh, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and Carmella for the SmackDown Women's title in 2018. Eddie Guerrero versus Edge for in 2002. And Razor Ramon versus the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, in 1993. How do you feel about your card? I feel okay. I don't feel as good as I did when we did the WrestleMania draft. Mm -hmm. um, there are some things I... Uh, if I had to do it all over again... Uh, my ladder match would have been the the Eddie Ray one that I talked about, and I would have picked a different Intercontinental title match. Uh, yeah, because because coincidentally, Bret Hart versus Mister Perfect, which is which I already had Bret Hart, right? But I'm right, just saying, like right. that match isn't. Yeah. Neither one of us have that. Neither one of us had the TLC match. 
the boiler room brawl with Mick Foley and the Undertaker. Yeah, I think if I if I were gonna if I I'm really happy with my card. If I were gonna change anything, I would use the TLC match instead of Edge versus Taker and Hell in the Cell, mm-hmm. and my Undertaker match would be the boiler room brawl. Right. But if I do that, then I get to lose one of my other gimmick matches. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy with where I I ended up here. Yeah, because I mean, that's the other, like there's there's a lot of matches that that, that got left. As as there was with WrestleMania too, but I mean, uh, the Triple H Mankind Cage match. Yeah. Um, neither of us picked because you know, I, you could actually you could have because you didn't have Triple H in a diff- in another match other than the. Uh... Oh wait, yes you did. He was yeah, the, first my, the first pick. I'm just not with it today. You're, I you're... apologize, people. You think <laughs> I was the one that was going on vacation? No, I'm I'm going on vacation here. And, uh, so like, your mind's somewhere I'm else. Not, I'm totally in vacation mode. Gotcha. Uh, so, uh, now that we're done, um, neither one of us have a Stone Cold Steve Austin match on here. We don't. Stone Cold Steve Austin doesn't, he has one great SummerSlam match, in my opinion. Uh-huh. And it's against The Undertaker, and it's not that great it's of a match. It's not that good. Because well, the Owen match I mean, is a disaster. Yep, because of uh, his neck. 99, uh, with him and, uh... Triple H Triple, Mankind. Not a great match. Mm-mm. Uh, he's not there in 2000. The only one match with Kurt Angle is the only one. That you know, a lot of people talk about that match. I don't think it's very good. I, I, I've watched it, I'd say, two or three times. I don't think it's this... Like, a lot of people talk about how it's Stone Cold's five-star match. Mm-hmm. Like, one-on-one wrestling match, and I don't I don't see it as that great. Hmm. And the one the, the month after it, Unforgiven, where it's like, well, of course Kurt Angle's going to win the title. 9-11 just happened. American yeah. Hero. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so Steve's not on here, mm-hmm. and he's he's you know the biggest superstar of all time, arguably one yeah. of the top two, and he's not there. Hogan doesn't have a great SummerSlam mm-hmm. match. He's got uh, he's got marquee matches, but none of them are, are like you said that good. Like, but you could I mean really throughout if you you know SummerSlam is is the second biggest pay per view, or that's what it's presented. Yes, yeah. uh, his both of. He doesn't have great matches other than a couple rare occasions, uh, WrestleMania five and WrestleMania six. Other than that, none of his WrestleMania matches are all that good. Nah. Um, WrestleMania three is good. It's is it though, or I, is it just like, is it the body slam? I think for a match in nineteen eighty seven, it's it's pretty pretty well done, especially when you're when one of the guys in there is Andre the Giant. What do you do with Andre that's going to make it a great match? Like, he's an attraction, but they do it well. I suppose. But I'm just saying, like, he is... He has, mar- like I said, marquee matches that everyone talked like, because it's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Like, uh, the first ever SummerSlam main event, him and him and Savage, the Mega Powers versus the Mega Bucks. Like, it's not a great match, but it's the, it's the first SummerSlam main event, it's... The height of the mega powers. All right, it's you know. Hulkamania is at its peak mm-hmm. almost. Yeah, no. It, it, uh, Batista's not on this list. Right. <laughs> like, it's it's another all timer who's just not because not everyone has. It, it, there's just not this history of great right. And, and and the ones you would pick are against guys who have far better matches than yep. you know, like him and Cena. Well, Cena's got a couple different ones that that are better. Um, you know, uh, and other than that, like you said, it's not not anything to write home about, really. I mean, 05, he wrestled Bati- or JBL. Yeah. Uh, 
I think he was out in 06. I don't remember if he had a match in 06. I, I think, was that the one versus Kali? He in, wrestled Great Kali at one of these. Might have been. Might have um, been. Yeah, it just, it, he, he was kind of, uh, his stuff always seemed to come around WrestleMania season. Is his, mm-hmm. or Batista's better mm-hmm. matches, so. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm really happy with my card. Yeah, no, I'm like, I, I've, I definitely. I think my card is far superior to yours. I don't know about far superior, but you probably do have the better one this time. I'll take it. I, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I don't have Razor Ramon and Ted DiBiase at my card. Well, so. whatever. Sentimental, bleh. Hey, I had to. I I had to get one from that just because I was there. <laughs> what a waste of time. And it was is is the the Mister Irrelevant of of the of my draft. It was whatever. Yeah, I just oh, I'll just throw some out. Yeah, yeah. This is the, this is the the cooler mat. You know, if I were to go ahead and arrange these in a in a match card, this would be like the one you stick in the middle. After like like you you do AJ Styles and John Cena like right in the middle mm-hmm. like as your like mid main event and then you throw that one in there to bring them back down before you. Well, everyone's going to get their popcorn yeah. and take a mm-hmm. deuce. All right, I'm fair enough. Go take a leak. This guy sucks. This guy sucks. Well, all right. Uh, anything else you want to add about classic SummerSlam matches? You think anything from this year is going to make the list? Um, spoiler alert, no. I, I mean, I would say no, but I, I think uh, both of us, um, have a lot more current from the last five than I would have guessed, uh, from the last five years. Yeah, but I think they're all undercard. Well, aside from Cena and AJ, I think like... The, the women's matches are, are more undercard. Yeah. Even the Usos versus New Day. Um, it's a great, great tag team match. Uh, but that would be one of my second or third matches on the card. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be, like, one of my headliners. They wouldn't make the poster, I guess, is right. uh, what I'm thinking. Right. Uh, no, I, for this year, I don't mm-hmm. see anything that's going to stand out that I think would would make this, that would crack this list. But who knows? Maybe yeah. we'll, we'll get something special that we mm-hmm. weren't counting on. I mean, I th- I think if you were gonna if you would you're gonna put money on one, it would be one of the women's matches because that's where we perceive, you know, this in this scenario, it to SummerSlam to be the weak point is, sure. is women's matches. So I could I could definitely see us you know this time next year going you know what instead of, uh, instead of some of these title matches you know throwing Charlotte and Trish on there or. You know, if if Becky and, and Natty go out and put on a clinic next weekend, you know, I, I could see that one sure being on there. But that would probably be it. But you never know, you yeah. know. Who knows? Yeah, they give the they give the right match the, the right amount of time. They could mm-hmm. do something special. So. Yeah. Well, all right, uh, guys, uh, feel free to send us your. You know, you heard the rules at the beginning. Send us your. Uh, suggestions or your idea for best mm-hmm. re- uh, SummerSlam card? You can find us on Twitter at KM Wrestling Pod. Yep. I'll uh, I'll post these to all the social media. I'll post a picture of of this of our because uh, I, I wrote it all down. So I'll post a picture once the uh, episode goes live on on Facebook and on Twitter, and so you guys can can look and see and uh, read along and yeah send us send us your ideas because uh we enjoy this kind of stuff this is the fun stuff we get to do uh 
is stuff like this. Good to look back and talk about the good old days. <laughs> yeah, they haven't had a lot of those lately. And next week we'll be back with a we'll SummerSlam preview. SummerSlam preview takeover. We'll do a we'll run through the takeover card real quick. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, be back to normal, regularly scheduled programming next week. So, so until then, see ya. <laughs>